Hey, this your boy Low Boogie. And it's your boy D E Double X, known as Dex. And we are Rude Content. And that stands for Real Unfiltered Dope Entertainment. Let's get it. known as Dex. And your boy Low Boogie. Go ahead, introduce yourself. It's your girl Jess. Jess. Just that word, you gotta say it twice. And we are Rude Content. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing today? We appreciate all the support and love. Thank y'all for stopping by and checking us out. So, before we go any further, Miss Jess, tell them about yourself. Well, I just want to say, first and foremost, shout out to both you both for inviting me on the show. Word, word. I am Jess Jess. I am a momager of Samira Scorza. That is my primary artist at the moment. Um, I also am a podcaster and video content creator. I have a podcast called Gots to Be Work Helpful Radio, and we're right now under construction. Gotcha. Um, regenerating ourselves after a pandemic. That was an ugly one. <laughs> and uh, so I'm excited. She said, she said that was an ugly one. Is, is this your second? one you going through? I'm just saying. I mean, how, been, how long you I'm, been here? As a generation, though, <laughs> as a generation, we the, we winning, you know what I'm saying? It's oh, yeah, yeah. We, you know what I'm saying? We got the Spanish flu and... Uh, <laughs> We, we wasn't around though, was we? No. Okay, all right. No, they got... Y'all didn't see the pictures? Y'all haven't seen some of the... We were the only people wearing masks. When, um... Excuse <coughs> me. Uh-huh. So you talking about... Who, 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 who's we? Yeah. Black people. As in, like, the pandemics in the past? Yes. So, like, Spanish food? Really? Yeah. Huh. So, <laughs> I got to see those pictures. I definitely got to see those. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I didn't even know those exist. I'll share that with y'all, but you know what I'm saying? That's a little bit off kilter. So, <laughs> okay. after this, this, the only one that we have actually lived through. Right. What well, we doing? Yeah, we are. Yeah, so... Life after the pandemic, man. You would think things would get a little bit better, but it ain't going away. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to go? Hey, is it going to go away? Never. It's never going. We just go stuck. Away. We stuck, man. As a uh, person that just uh, went through this in Atlanta, uh-huh. what pandemic? I know, right? Man, it's been wide open. I'm trying to. I'm. Hey, you know what? I kind of loved it when it was on lockdown because. Getting to work was just so quick. And oh, my <laughs> Nobody was on the road. You ain't got to worry about nobody with road rage, nothing, man. Like, yo, you, people just passing by looking tired. Like, yeah, I understand, man. Man, but, Dex, I left Los Angeles because of the traffic, bro. And then I come to ATL, <laughs> and my first job is uh-huh. on Peach Tree. First of all, how wow. many, <laughs> excuse my French people out there, motherfucking peaches Let do you go. goddamn need? <laughs> how many peaches do you need? I, I couldn't tell you because I, I don't know it. if I'm on Peace Street Center Corner Street Road, uh, <laughs> Loop. <laughs> what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, so and ask. what's up with all these trees? Hey, we need them trees, man. And then they fall and they kill people on twenty, and they fall in your yard, and then we're supposed to be like <laughs> those trees of those that's blue, and then it's bipolar ass weather. You gotta literally dress in layers. You know what I'm saying? You a stripper and you ain't even know it. <laughs> Thanks. So, 
right. So let me ask y'all, what what did y'all think would change after the pandemic? Like, what what did y'all think would be different? Like, I don't know. I thought everything from, from, would be like real talk though. You uh, know, what? I thought everything just go back to normal. It's been two years. <laughs> Nothing has went back to normal. Well, we over to the point where it's about, everything about to close back down again. You feel that? You know what? I, I believe that too, man. Because I would think it's after, been two years. It's though. been two years. <laughs> two whole years. I'm telling you, that's crazy. Like, what, what? Let me ask you. What did y'all think would be different? Let me. What you think? I just thought we'd just be just chilling. Anything, we still be just. <laughs> they still showing commercials on this shit. I'm tired of seeing that shit. <laughs> You know, I, I, I'll be like, Corona be gone, Corona be gone, Corona be gone. It's I'm telling you, man. For it's, real. It's, it's never going. It ain't going nowhere. But look, like, also why tired did you have commercials. to add, I, I just feel like, why did they add something else to your social interaction? So you like, okay, I want to make sure that these people don't got this, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I got to add COVID-19. <laughs> All they did was further... Make me not want to go outside. I'm scared to go outside. <laughs> it's it's funny because on a on a previous segment, me and Lo was talking about Facebook and the the new changes they're making with the metaverse, and it kind of makes it feels like that you know with this new change they're making, you ain't got to never leave your house. You can just do everything on the metaverse. Man, I and I'm with it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you're supposed to have options. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You right. should have options. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm a very lively person, and I'm gonna let you just know that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what got to be more comfortable. Radio is all about. You know what I'm saying? It's all about um, developing who you are on purpose, for a purpose, with purpose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you can't, to me, that's Eureka. That's Nirvana. You know what I mean? Yeah. To ultimately live your life. On purpose, for purpose, with purpose. You know what I'm saying? That means that you have, are taking responsibility, right, wrong, or indifferent, um, of who you are, whose you are, where you where you came from, and where you're going. And that's what I strive for every day. And just to be miles away from it mm-hmm. after we seen healthy people drop like flies, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? And just, and, and to be where we are, it's a little disappointing, but it's also a little victorious too, because it was a lot of things that we accomplished during the pandemic that yeah, I'm very proud of. You know, a lot of businesses were created. A yes. lot of people were able to get uh, things that they weren't able to get prior to the pandemic. So on PPP loans. <laughs> I, I can honestly say though, with when if you got hey, if you got lucky, if you got luck, if you got a way though, real talk, you the goat. You the goat. You If you got away with them loans, you the goat. Yeah, I think with twenty twenty, it really brought out the the hustlers and people like they still, the real scammers. Right, for like, real. They came out with some very inventive ways to you know. Make I started thinking money. to myself. I was like, you know what? I'm like, everywhere you look, like ain't nobody going back to work, right? McDonald's, like nobody, nobody at Wendy's. I'm like, you know what? Maybe everybody home at home just scamming. <laughs> You know what? Maybe everybody just got tech savvy and just started scamming out there. Man, you, you you over there like, hey, 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 tell her to put me on. What's yep. her name? Hey, hey tell me, bird, bird. Call me, nigga. Everybody <laughs> just scamming the government all together and shit. You feel me? Like, and then, you know, and, and like from someone like me, like, I never got none of the stimuluses. I never got any of those. I'm saying, and they talking about people, like people, a lot of people saying that they didn't get nothing. And I'm like, how? And they talking about the money that ran out. I'm like, yep, people scamming. No, like, or no, people were, like, they were saying I wasn't eligible. They were going off of this year. You made too much money. Wow. You know, and yeah. I have a unique situation to where, and through my um, custody with my children and my ex, ex-husband, um, 
he claims one year and I claim the other. Right. So it just happened during the time that most of the money was given was during the year that he claimed him. So he got all of it and he, hey, he ain't about to give me nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But life goes on and so do we. You know what I'm saying? But that's boss things. You know what I'm saying? We just got to do what we got to do. But I, them I, food stamps, though. Let me <laughs> tell you Food stamp food tastes so much better than debit card cash food. It dog. do. It do. Like, that, that food stamp food It almost taste, tastes it free It different bro It almost tastes free It hit different Ain't nothing better tasting Than free food But it almost hit like free food Ooh, It almost hit like That, that debit tart cash food I'm Like, like Why you putting all that cheese On top of there dog You You, uh-uh, you running yeah. up on your kids And stuff about the pop tarts You know what I'm saying yep. Like you in there You know Hey Hey bro Don't be eating my kid Look you done told a little you done told a little slide piece of this slide in after the kids and whistle. Don't touch my kids' snacks. You use three squares of toilet paper. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and look though, ain't no cuddling. Get your ass up when you and then and then look what? Don't use no hand sanitizer, one pump. One pump, that's it. You get one pump. Why was we hoarding toilet tissue, low? I don't know. I have no clue. Dex. That was the that was the biggest that mystery. Was that right there. I don't understand what the hell. Somebody got to be sitting on loads of it though. Ooh. Nah, it was it was it was toilet paper and it was um it was it was toilet paper and it was hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Remember we caught, they caught I made that two, shit. They caught them two white guys who had hoarded yeah. almost up to yeah. ten thousand dollars yeah. worth of that stuff. How? And they they had to force them to like. I'm just like, that. yeah. I'm just like, what? I, I don't get it. I don't I don't know why people's fighting over toilet tissue. Like, why would you need toilet tissue? I don't know. Like, I thought the pandemic. I thought that if you got the corona, you was gonna be shitting to death for something. <laughs> I really thought I was like, oh, you must go have some hella diarrhea. They getting all the toilet paper. Y'all guard your asses. Right. <laughs> like people was like, we gonna maybe people thought they were just really gonna be locked in the house. All right. Like I. Like it you was really, the end of the world type of thing, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, but guess what? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm too hood for y'all because I didn't been at the house and they had a toilet. You got a bodega that shit. You know what? that bodega, like that little French yep. shit. You got the two toilets yep. for each other. Yep. You got a bodega that shit. You know what I'm saying? Get you like a good old water bottle. You know what I'm saying? Squirt, Get squirt. it right. Ooh. <laughs> Walk your ass in the shower. You the fresh. Your ass is so fresh. Are you funny. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. I'm kidding, kidding, yeah. kidding. But you know what I'm saying. You sure you are? <laughs> no, hey, then, then. I do that anyway. You know what I'm saying. If it ain't, that's why I shit, shave, and shower. Every I just morning. don't understand though. Still, <laughs> either ways though. What? It just don't make any. I mean, even if he was locked in the house right. and you couldn't go nowhere. I mean, technically, there were a lot of people who couldn't go nowhere because they lost their jobs right. due to the pandemic. So they were just really stuck Because who was really hiring during that time of quarantine? Really nobody, because I know we lost a lot of people too. Yeah, they really started guess. hiring until you know they started lifting. The tissue is still a mystery, man. I thought that you was going to turn into the zombie and start TP in people's houses or something. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand that motherfucker. I'm like, telling you, I didn't I even know. I just didn't get it neither. I could understand the hand sanitizer and the bleach, but what tissue, did the five G have to do with it though? Well, everybody kept trying to say that it was really they was trying to put up new. Um, 5G poles that actually cause cancer and things like that. A bunch of conspiracy stuff. And yeah. people were burning down poles. <laughs> right. Doing dumb shit. No, no, no. So this is what I want to know is so why did police brutality increase during the time we wasn't supposed to be driving? <laughs> like they was just like it, it, going in. Everybody was at home. 
Right. And so, and so they what? were like trying to reach quotas and they were just pulling over any and stopping any guy because they were just trying to make activity, right? Boredom. <clears throat> Boredom. You know, this is what I'm telling you. This is what I'm telling you guys. Okay. I, I said all I had to say. We are a product of what we do and what we say and what and who we are and how we live. And that's what how we got to such a different generation that was mm-hmm. able to um, bring light to a, a still racist generation who was also able to turn, con- um, excuse me, states that have never been blue before Democratic states into Democratic. Uh, Republican states into the Democratic states, just able to make history. While well, I'm stumbling over my words, excuse me. But um, at the same time, mm-hmm. we can't even get two people at McDonald's. You can't even get. They have outsourced so many call centers to other countries. But if we don't go to work, we can't put money back into the economy. And we further right now the euro. I mean the euro is probably to the dollar is probably about eighty five cents. So let's Google it. Maybe eighty three, eighty four cents. What is the euro to the dollar right now? And you know why? It's because we have lost faith in the economic recovery of the government while solely depending on the economic recovery of the government. It's an oxymoron, for real. People just like, you know what? I don't get paid enough for this bullshit. Bullshit. Right. <clears throat> I mean, let's be honest. Huh? You you a grown man working at McDonald's making seven twenty five an hour. I'd be kind of upset too. But if you but now they're literally trying to give you fifteen dollars an hour and you still won't go. I seen Target trying to hire people for thirty one dollars. I seen a sign that said no drug test required. You listen literally they said if you if you're on meth, if you shoot your arm up on a daily basis, if you take Percocets, Molly Percocets. Well I think Molly check, Molly Percocets. If you off if you lean with it, rock with it. But that's I'm, that, it's you a know, hard job. Like I said the thing is 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 like I said, people get treated really shitty <laughs> at them jobs. Right. <laughs> so Well we was but we was at the we, same time we well, you can't not go right. and still ask. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? Right. A large population is winning right now. Okay. For a, a for the for a very long time, and this is the same way that um, a lot of people went to the <clears> north <throat> during the, the during um, the civil rights war, and they were able to create businesses. Uh, Frank Lucas <laughs> was able to bring his whole family up from North Carolina and just run the streets of New York um, yeah. to where they were like looking for some white Italian person to be the ring, and it was actually Frank Lucas uh, Lucas dealing directly with the Vietnamese people supplying. Uh, heroin, um, and then you still got what Cuba Gooding Jr. is trying to step on it. That's ATL. Sorry, no offense to y'all. Where are we going right but, now? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, we're <laughs> I'm gonna bring you back. I'm gonna bring you okay, back. Okay, okay. Right, bring, you back. bring around. We, right, we, we listening. Right. We, we all right. What I'm bringing, what I'm telling you is, is that we do not do anything collectively together until where we are able to police each other. We uh, we always are doing things to where we have to invite people into our business. We have to invite people into our lives and no other culture does that. And the when they do that, oh, it's, it's always about reparation. So you got the Jews. 
I'm sorry. You got the Jews that um survive a horrific time. But still, they got whole have you ever been to Los Angeles off of La Cienega and Pico? They're walking down they own all of that. It's one of the richest areas. It's called the Richard District. It's right down from um several CBS studios, a lot of different places. But you know why? Because they do things and we just be willy-nilly. And now, not only are we doing it as a generation, we're doing it as a people. You know what I mean? So what you're saying is we're not we're not investing too much into ourselves? As a unit, as, as a collective group. You know, okay, I'm going to keep it more simple. You know, like a beauty supply... The reason why the Asian population is able to make money off of beauty supplies is because they buy as a unit. Right. And that's why African-Americans aren't able to drive the prices of a beauty supply, even though we're one of the biggest consumers, is because we don't have a network of people that has purchase power. Well, I think that's starting to slowly change. We're uh, we're actually starting to get a lot of free game on Instagram and YouTube, things that But we're still not using it because we feel like the competition is against each other. Well, I think a lot more people just looking for the quick and easy. So that's why they depend on the social media so much. Still a mentality. Right. You could take that. You can take the principles that we suffer from right now back to a book called <clears throat> Miseducation of a Negro by Carter G.C. Woodson. And then you know how old yeah. that book is? I know about that book. You know what I'm saying? But it's, if you can, down to the fact that we have to more check cashing places than we have banks in our communities. But I said all that to say is, is that this generation, as lazy the fuck as y'all are, um, it's Lazy so bums, <laughs> so smart that they have the ability to change it, and that's why I—that's why my podcast, Got to Be More Careful Radio, wants to take my generation and what I know and the people that I know and network with them and people like you guys. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they're the, lazy, though. Honestly, I think like this generation is, is extremely smart and creative, and and they hustle, man. They using social media, they get money. They get, like right. they're getting way more money than we we, we are now. <laughs> Work so, smarter, not harder. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So they they're using the internet to their advantage. Lazy. I think they they out here hustling though. Now they, I do I do agree with one thing she does say. Like they do, they are kind of like slick, privileged. They feel like they're privileged to do whatever the hell they want to do. But they lack the they lack the code is what right. I'm saying. When I say lazy, I'm talking about lazy mentally with the connection of what it means to. If you're gonna if you got the lick, mm-hmm. he said work smarter, not harder mentality. That's what he said. You're saying something similar to that. You're saying like they just learn how to, you know. Yeah, you got like social media, like literally you got they, they, they call it all teachers. How many how many times we had teachers like really like cuss us out or something and we ain't say nothing like as kids, you just be like, Well, oh well <laughs> you just, like, a teacher say something crazy and then like people just be like, What? Did he just really say that? You know what I'm saying? Like you just kind of blew it off or whatever. Or yeah, you got now they just calling people out. Like they putting them on social media and all kinds of stuff. You right, know what so I mean? So. I think that's wrong. What do you mean? Are you mean the cancel culture? I think that's wrong. Why? Why? Why do you think it's wrong? I think it's nothing wrong with putting putting bad teachers on blast. Or putting evil people on blast in general. That too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, so I think saying. some aspects of that are wrong. So what you say? Yes, I agree with what you said. Okay. Yeah, because I, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I believe you have a social responsibility, and you're violating a code that you are oath, a Hippocratic oath that you took as a teacher, as a nurse, as a, a, a as a person that's setting a that's creating mindsets. That's different. But everyday Joe that lives next door that did a Karen moment. Mm-hmm. It, all she did was put you on notice. I want, I don't want, 
when I feel like when you introduce the council culture, you, you silence people from being who they truly are. So I feel like if you're not, if you haven't taken any Hippocratic oaths as a police officer, a nurse, uh, a teacher, um, anything like that, then I don't care. I need to know that you're a racist, retarded person living next door to me. Act a fool so I can know if I need to move, knock you upside your head, or, you know, or what I, whatever. I need to know. what. But and now if we've started this, excuse me, if we've started this um, culture of counseling everybody that has an opinion, we lose a primary indicator of who people are. And we're forcing them to be, especially if, and most people that are that way are cowards anyway. So, so you, and they're misguided and uneducated, a lot of them. So you're saying basically cancer culture could end up convicting somebody who's just, you know, a normal person. It's spreading false information about them. Yeah, because, I mean, what if it was a, if it was a nurse, like, doing something racist, right? Do you really want that nurse working on you? Okay, so that's what I said. I said, I Cancel said her. Uh, let's get her out of here. Exactly. And it was I a nurse found out about that, too. It was a nurse, you know what I'm saying? Especially um, a lot of these, uh, of course, dirty cops and politicians and how they really feel about us. Yeah. So, uh, I think recently uh, the GM of the yeah. NFL... Yeah. Some of his information started coming yep. out about his race, his, how he feels, sexism, racism, stuff like that. Oh, you talking about the coach? Yes. Who's the coach? Yeah, yeah. The Raiders. Uh, was it the Raiders coach? Uh, they were saying he had, like, some emails, like, back and forth with, like, one of the, um, the Washington, <laughs> like, the owner of the Washington, <laughs> like, he's, I think he used to be, like, the coach there. Uh-huh. And it was even, like, back and forth. It's some. I think they're trying to cover it all up, but <laughs> it's funny, man. They just. This is, but this is what I'm saying. Okay. Uh-huh. Just, he had to get canceled because yeah, honestly, yeah. like, why do you want to play for a racist coach? Like, you, you, like, especially like if you got a lot of black players on on the football field, right? That look up to you and want to follow behind you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Respect. So you know, it's I think it's, it's, it it serves its purpose. Nah, I agree with what she says. Like certain things, I shouldn't have to know about what the person does next door. I don't care if I know about it or not. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah. Right. And to me, okay, I might know that you're a racist mud, but I still might. Do what I do because I want to get somewhere to where I got to go and I know I got to deal with certain closed-minded people. It's an opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. An opinion is like an asshole. Everybody has one. Do I need to, does that shit still make stink? Hell yeah. Yeah. Do some people eat asses? They do. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so wow. I'm just saying just because. I think we had a better understanding when we was growing up. Like, if that's who you are, you ain't going to talk to me. I ain't going to talk to you. We'll just keep it that way. Bam. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to put you out on blast. You're going to put yourself out on blast. On blast. But I still might. I, excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> y'all get passionate when I be talking about certain things, so y'all got to forgive me. I see. But you know what I'm saying? It's still just this, and I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it all with 100, even if Speaking I don't truth. look like the, you know, the, I, I don't do it for, for, for popularity. I don't do it for votes. Right. Um, but exactly. Uh, Dex hit the nail on the head. Low Boogie speaks up, speaks to the same thing too. But basically, was, what I'm saying is, cancel car, it, it helps you protect against the people that you, um, but make your money. Yeah. Make your money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think that we should share information, but I'm not about to incite a campaign. Yeah. Uh, coming against you Deal with your folk, I'm gonna deal with mine. True. You know what I'm saying? Because I might still need you. Like, Frank, I keep going back to Frank Lucas. I don't know why. <laughs> but Frank Lucas got all the way to 
the to be the direct distributor with the Vietnamese. He he used a government uh, war to fill his whole heroin operation, and you still had people that tried to come against that. Look at the the character played by um, Cuba Gooding Jr. that got cocky with it and, you know, stepped, yeah, yeah. And, and stepped on his thing and was killing more people because he stepped on it. I think you don't like Cuba Gooding Jr. in general, right? You don't like him. You don't like him, do you? <laughs> but even with that, I no, feel I'm just like... Joking, I'm even, joking. But no, 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 listen, that's a good thing, though. Yeah. How do you feel about that? So Cuba Gooding Jr. has been indicted on several different things with dealing with groping and uh, if you're a creep I mean what are you supposed to do but what they gotta do is acting so you supposed to let him just continue to be just have a job and doing the, what he doing no the police got to deal with that wait you kept talking about Cuba and Junior Steph you talking about the the character he played no in real life in no. real life oh no uh, okay you kept saying, talking about Fred what about R. Kelly what, what about R. Kelly same thing so what about Woody Allen? What, what, That's what I'm saying. Like, are they supposed to keep their jobs? They're supposed to continue to make a ton of money? Absolutely. But am I not supposed to laugh or am I not supposed to sing? Am I not supposed to watch? So you're saying cancer culture is, art. is basically telling you, since we don't listen to R. Kelly no more, you can't listen to R. Kelly no more. So whatever we do, you got to follow with us. And if you don't... No, I think that it, I think that it's a lot of sick, talented per people and the art doesn't define... The art that's produced out of a sick situation shouldn't be canceled because of who the person was. Right, that's what I'm saying. So. Hieroglyphics right. on a Egyptian temple is made by a lot of sick people. Yeah. But we still put them in museums and we idolize them, we read them, and we study them. And that's the same thing I'm saying. You have artists that are sick people. You treat the people, but the art produced by them has nothing to do with that. So I'm not about to um, cancel the art. Fuck R. Kelly. I ain't about to start no GoFundMe to feel his damn his damn release or yeah, nothing. Yeah. Well, we was when we was talking about the cancel culture. We was also talking about you know when you spoke speaking about art. Um, Dave Chappelle, his art, his way of. Ooh, that's talking. a good one, Dex. Talking right. Oh, you trying to show out, Dex? <laughs> so. Keep okay. going, brother. No, we, uh, <laughs> me and Lowe was having a debate about this, and uh-huh. you know, Lowe felt like Dave Chappelle went too far as to what he was saying on mm. his um, last stand-up show. I said he was just What's saying- too far, Lowe? I didn't really say he went too far. I said the jokes were just like easy jokes. It was jokes I was telling like seventh grade. Mm. He didn't put a lot of thought into them. That's what I said. Okay. Right. But, you know, he was... We, we also spoke about reading in between. He's basically lines. punching down. That's what he feels like. He was punching down. I think he was basically finishing his um his friend Daphne's work because you know that his transgender friend mm-hmm. the one that uh committed suicide mm-hmm. everybody found out she used to also talk bad about her community too mm-hmm. so I felt like you know he told story about how they met and how they became good friends and how even when she stood up for him she was basically be getting canceled by her own community. You know, they was um, harassing her for six days, and of course she committed suicide. So I was thinking, in, in a sense... We're kind of doing a replay of the last episode. You know that, right? Right, we are. <laughs> that's, that's what I was saying. So that's why we were just like, you know, in, in my eyes Chappelle wasn't saying, I'm punching down. I'm just like, yo, you know, I'm done. No more jokes. This is my apology. But at the same time, 
let's work together because he even says himself us as a race we are jealous of these people because they're moving a lot further in life than we are when it comes down to black people in general you know what I'm saying and I, I agree with that and I even agree no I'm gonna say this I respect what the other part about what you were saying Lowell, as far as um, being easy but I feel like that was important I feel like you got it he had to make it easy because we can easily accept these jokes it's like you know we can easily make fun of some people that has, you know, apparent disabilities, but things that we are innately born with, like our black skin, you know what I'm saying? It's not we funny, make right? It, we make it so complicated. We make it so, oh, okay, all lives matter. No, black lives matter because y'all haven't made sure that black matters lately your whole life. But if a person want to talk about, just like, excuse me, we were talking about before, mm-hmm. the fact that I feel like if I had a transgender child, that wanted to be transgender, you had to wait until you were old enough. Just yeah. like I wait my, I make my children wait till they're old enough to get tattoos or piercings. Wait till you're old enough to change your dick to a pussy. Well, or of your course, pussy you, to a dick. yeah, that's actually not that's not legal. You can't do it under age any, in a certain age, anyways. Right, right. You can though. It's actually processes. You have to go through a lot of stuff. Exactly. I know. I have four friends. Age. I have, I just was a bridesmaid in a two dudes wedding. Oh, okay. Uh, how, how was the wedding? It was perfect. Okay. But they were grown people. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that couple. But I don't feel like we should be pacifying people that are doing it before their mind has developed fully. So, <coughs> so I think that was a question I was going to ask you. So you think with the cancer culture, well, with culture in general, like because of the same social norms that we were forced to deal with when we was growing up, just because they're doing it outside the box, it's... It's making them lazier or worse or privileged or what do you think it's really doing to them? It's enabling. Okay. It's enabling. It's forcing us to, um, it's just like, say something traumatic happens to you. The first thing you go through is you go through like that initial, okay, say for example, you get into an argument or somebody betray you. I'm going to beat that dude, but, you know, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep that nigga at, you know? Right, right. I'm going to run up. I'm going to shoot that, you know what I'm saying? But after, if you sit there long <laughs> enough, it'll go through your mental, your spiritual, your physical, your financial situation, and you'll have the best outcome. What I'm saying is, is that we don't never want to process that in this generation. We are always on go with instant gratification and instant rewards that the long-term effect of getting that instant gratification. So, yeah, you got that 20000 but guess what? Six years from now, when, the, when they don't got nothing to do and they got, and they got a, a, a team to come back and investigate you and now you in a whole situation and you done matured and now you got a, a good man or a good woman and you chilling, now your check getting garnished and now you fighting with the love of your life. Where are we just going trying, again? I'm just trying to tell y'all. I'm just yeah, for every going. action, there's a reaction. I'm, not, I'm and this lost. generation, don't think about that. There's a microwave instant reaction and they walk in their feelings. It's because they're so smart, they only see the immediate gratification of the decisions that they make and not the blood, sweat, and tears of the generations before them. Period. 
We went a long way. We did. We went around I, I, a tangent, I, but it's I a healthy see, tangent. I see. I see. It's a healthy tangent. You was getting I, across. Um, I lost so many connected dots. I was. I, she. She was just. Kinda. Remember, we was talking about earlier. Me and you, low. We uh-huh. talked about instant gratification with our cell yeah. phones. We was able to do everything. Just yeah, with yeah, the push yeah. Button. Like with this generation, it's more accessible to them than it was to us. And it's you know, still we, accessible to us now. Yeah, it is to us but now. But we come from a generation <laughs> to where your mama told you that you can only be on the internet for one hour because if you tie up the phone lines and I can't call in and tell you to take out the chicken out the refrigerator because you on the internet on dial up, <laughs> that's where we came from. We came from the trial and error. Right. So that right now they're basically. In so the you think they got it too good? Yeah. Y'all think, y'all think they got it too good? Yes. I would say they have a little bit more better. They do. Too good. Who playing? First of all, uh-huh. a, a video game costs more than my whole Christmas at one point. <laughs> now they and they want five and a PlayStation Five. I asked my son. Yeah, things went up. I asked my yeah. son. I said, "Why you don't be playing that game?" He said, "Cause it played uh, better on the PlayStation Five. I said, "Well, you won't never know unless you, <laughs> cause you not getting no, <laughs> you ain't played enough hours on the phone." Man, let me tell you. I thought you remember when the N sixty four came out? Yeah, it was a hundred dollars, right? Yeah, uh-huh. that was a lot. And them cartridges used to be like what? forty dollars. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You I right. came from the cartridges that you had to blow in. That's Nintendo. it. <laughs> right. So, you know, this generation, they don't know about the struggles of what we had to deal with. I mean, to be honest, before, uh, I mean, honestly, when you think about it, Mm -hmm. even before us, the generation say the same thing about us. They do. So you got to think, just like how you said, just like how you name, right? The fact that literally a video game costs more than any Christmas you've ever had. You ever think about that? Like, they got to live, they got to live like, imagine in a couple of years, like how much everything is going to be for them. If if we continue at the rate we're going, seriously, like it's actually looking it like, like look at Sandra harder. Bullock. Look at Sandra Bullock. What what do you mean? The way that she raises her children, mm-hmm. even though she has all that money, okay. she does not. You can't have a, a um a gift over a certain dollar amount because she doesn't want to teach materialism. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like because our our generation has been deprived. We like I know I did. Me and my kids, my kids, they couldn't even speak well, and they was getting the Jordan. We were standing in line. Yeah, but you want, of course, because you want your kids to have but, more than what you did. That is up. not the thing. That's, that's the point that's, of being a great parent, though. There's no, nothing wrong with that. I don't, I don't feel. Like you that. always should want your kids to have more than what you I did. I feel like kids should up. work for it. I mean, they can work for it too, but I mean, it's you should still want them to have more than what you did growing up. Right? Absolutely. And I mean, but wanting more than what I had may not always be materialistic. Maybe yeah, it might be right. more time with them. It might be. It more could be yeah. You understanding right. with them. Yeah. It might be more uh, interpretation of my day with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I mean, it's. I would say, the way things go now, it's so much out. Like just information flooding your head constantly with like phones and all this stuff. Instagram. Yeah, you got to think like Hold on. Ooh, it's a lot. Example. You just was talking. You was sending us. The information about that weird couple. <laughs> think about that. Well, that's yeah. I think that's a product of the extremes of not properly policing how we are raising and how we're turning over too much trying to live and not being super involved in the home. You literally have a couple, right? That, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was the uh, the uh, two couple, the interracial couple, right. white dude and black woman who um, basically left their kids in an apartment to fend for themselves while they had an older brother that had been murdered by the stepfather. 
Yeah, that was a very sad story. Very sad story. But when you look at this couple, where was the village that's supposed to raise a child that was supposed to not, you know what ended up happening? Finally, that village got activated, but we've been so desensitized through TikTok pranks and videos that are that can have the same um, outcome. So then we are back where we started off at in the beginning. How much policing do we need to do? What is right and what is necessary in order to keep us socially responsible as individuals? Or do we not and just let it innately go and, and live with freedom of speech and what you get to say whatever and you can do as long as you don't break the laws? Well, um, I can honestly say within this community or within this this time frame now, acceptance is more of a big thing. People are now more open to telling you about who they are and what they like. You know, of course, coming from the LGBTQ community, you know, acceptance is more important to anybody. So we going to listen to them that want to also add pedophiles to their long list of alphabets? I don't think they want to add pedophiles. Nah, that. they don't want to. They are. They're fighting that. Actually, I, I read an article about that. They're fighting that. They're not. And with that's that. a conspiracy. Right. Wait. That's not a. It's it's out on the internet as a conspiracy thing. There's like a, a small. There's nah, a it's, it's, small. It's a video. It's a video out there. I sent it to a lot of people. Where there's a there's a woman who's actually advocated. Yeah. I know. You know. You're right. No, I'm saying. But right. what I'm saying is, well, there's people out there trying to do that. Wow. An active conspiracy going on while, like I said, people saying, "Oh, that's what they're gonna do." You know, like I said, there's people out there doing it on the internet. No, I don't. I don't. No, no they're not trying to. They're not trying to. They're not trying to associate themselves with pedophiles. Yeah, they're not trying to do that at all. They're, they're really. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's people actively yeah. putting out conspiracy, saying they're doing. They're going to do that. You see what I'm saying? Well, yeah, because these videos that are floating around about them actually really lobbying for this, it's kind of like you know, you're not gonna have it happen. You know, especially yeah, yeah. trying to have laws passed. Yeah. For you to, you know. Yeah, you're right. Like I said, nobody. I, said. I don't think nobody trying to be associated with that. Nah, I don't. I, I swear nobody to God. Nobody me with that. Run up on me and I got a nine-year-old daughter. I'll knock you. <laughs> Going about your business with that one. But yeah, I think when it comes down to this this generation, acceptance is more of a bigger thing than anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when it, um, you were saying before about the... um. Oh, yeah, just the pressure of social media, man. I mean... Yeah, following the trends. It's not what... It's not how we grew up. Yeah, we did have social pressures, but it was not like how it is now. It's completely different. Yeah, our social pressures were more about just being popular and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, but you were known, you were pretty much like kind of just known like in your school, maybe by a couple of other people like in some other schools, but it's not like how it is now. Literally, like you got the world... Right there in your hands. Yeah, and there's a lot of social pressure with that stuff. Trust me, like people make jokes about you, make fun of you in the comments or something like you know, anything could go wrong. You could go viral just getting beat up. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody gonna see that shit. You know what I mean? It's a little bit harder back then. At least if you got beat up, if you a couple people knew in the neighborhood, just a couple people knew that was right. it. It was like everybody, you know, it be the little talk in the hood. You could go viral now. Like remember that one viral? It was an old video where that girl was standing there and it was like in the locker room. I'm never gonna forget that. And it was like kind of, and then one girl kept talking. They was like in the rocker room. It's like kind of an old video, but it went viral. It was everywhere. It was talking. And one girl was like being real calm, and then she just went to beating like oh. that other girl up. 
And I'm in like, the bathroom. No, yeah. wasn't it? I thought it was like in the locker room. They was like in the locker room, wasn't it? No, nah, they was in. I think they was in the bathroom. That video went viral. Your cousin seen that every and it, guess what? That never comes down. It does. That never comes down. That's up there forever. It's. I think it's a little bit different to say that they got it easier. It's I'm a little so hard glad we didn't have the internet when I grew up. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So. I'm telling you honestly because you got people putting out like videos and stuff now. Like it's on the internet forever. Yeah. So you think now bullying? Well, you, it's your different. Life can just be destroyed. It can be, man. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a lot of killings. That's why I said like. When I was saying earlier, it's a lot of people whose lives have been destroyed just because they're ignorant and nobody has spent time to educate them. And now, and that they you they have been um, ostracized and basically because they grew up in ignorant families. You know what I mean? And yeah. they did, right. and they you know they were their uh, ideology was being um, nurtured by their environment Cause the because the world got whole societies. You yeah, you got to think the world got smaller when we got technology. Exactly. Like once we yes. got phones, do you know you can pretty much know where everything is. He at. said it Everything's right. right there in he our hands. He said it yeah. right. He said the world got smaller. You can literally it's in your hands now. Be emo. You can you literally be. Um, uh, you know, whatever mm-hmm. genre you wanted to stickers. That's why I wanted to live life label free. Yeah, but that's why I said it's it's not easier for the younger it's generation. Very, I think it's a little bit harder for them. I don't. So it, it, it would be harder for them to be more accepted, you think? No, versus? I mean, but like I said, just even with just social media, look at this. I mean, they share everything on social media. They share everything. That's the problem. Sit your ass down and do something in private. <laughs> but I mean, sometimes you want to you wanna tell They're people like, like, I'm at the beach. I'm at the gym. Like, I'm yeah, I'm but I mean, you want to, you know, you just be like, like I said, sometimes you just want to share a moment like, but you sharing a moment with a filter, so you're not really sharing a moment. You're saying, you know, and then you got the people that's catfishing, and they're yeah. and they're yeah. in the they're in the tub acting like they're on, got they're in Puerto Rico. You know what I mean? Social pressure. Yes, yeah, you're getting the followers. I yeah. think that's. Uh, I don't think that's kids doing. That. I think that's adults. <laughs> I think it's grown ass folks doing that. I think it's grown ass folks doing the bow wow challenge and shit. <laughs> I don't think it's really it's, teenagers it's, doing that. It's a lot of that I think they're, they're like I said. As far as social pressure, theirs goes a little bit more on just high school. You know what I mean? It's just like amongst high schools and stuff. They just want to be known. Yeah, yeah. You know. I guess but that's it, popularity. Yeah, it's a lot to deal with. Yeah, I mean. I give to him though. Like I said, when when the pandemic started, it brought out a lot of hustlers, and you saw it was a lot of younger, the younger generation yeah. coming up with a lot of great inventive ways to get money. Mm-hmm. And of course, you especially know, through social media, and them PPP loans. Because <laughs> I've seen some scams. I man. wish I had a PPP loan. Me too. Hook uh, me up, somebody. PPP me. <laughs> it, it's three PPPs. PPP me, <laughs> baby, baby, me, man. So I gotta say, for this this generation, I think they're a lot more further advanced and ahead of us, man. We we catching up. I say that. We yeah. Trying to catch on. Right. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying, but um, I'm behind. I'm, I'm trying to catch up. And Mr. TikTok right here. I'm trying to, man. I'm working on it. You know. Bow 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 so, all right, well, you know, we're going ahead and close this thing out. So, before we go, let's drop them socials. Yes, yes, yes. So, you can find me on Instagram as DEXX, Facebook, Dex Double. And you can also find us, our TikTok page, under DEXX as well. That's where we post our um, TikTok videos as well as when we post our new episodes. So, don't forget to follow us. 
And you can find me everywhere, basically. Low Boogie. Make the O's and two zeros. What about you, Miss Jess? Alrighty, and it's Jess Jess. Gots to be more careful radio. I am on Instagram at Gots to be more careful. It's a little bit of a little hood, and it is G O T S B, the letter B, Mo M O careful at radio.com. That's what's up, man. So, on behalf of Rude Content and Gots to be more careful radio, we are out. Peace.